0: Power is not merely available to help us accomplish things. The same power protects us from us. Welcome to Truth, Love, Parents, where we use God's word to become intentional, premeditated parents. Here's your host, A.M. Brewster what does it mean to parent in Christ? Last time we opened the Bible to learn what it means to be in Christ, and we learned that a parent in Christ has faith in Christ and peace in Christ, and we discussed the implications of those realities. Please listen to that episode if you missed it. Today we're going to see that parenting in Christ means two more wonderful and gracious truths. But before we do that, I want to thank Dave for making this episode possible. He is a monthly patron of the show because he's passionate about helping God's word find its way into our homes. And I'm excited to say that already this year, we've been listened to in over 35 countries. And for that, we really should all be very thankful. And you can help this info make its way into new homes as well. The first thing you can do is to rate and review us on iTunes, and the second thing you can do is to recommend us on Facebook. The three R's, rate, review, and recommend, these connect us with searching parents so much easier using the world's technology and social media to do that. And of course, you, like Dave, can also become a monthly patron or simply give a one-time gift. For the price of one Wendy's 4-for-4 meal a month, you can partner with us in our mission to glorify God by equipping parents please consider the part the Lord may want you to play, and then you can also click on the five ways to support TLP link in the description of this episode for more information. Okay, we're in Christ. We're living in faith and peace. What else does it mean to be in Christ? Well, number three, a parent in Christ has strength in Christ. Please consider these amazing promises. 2 Timothy 2.1, you then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus The source of our strength is the same thing that purchases us salvation and provides us peace. God's graciously bestowed on us the strength necessary for life and godliness, but it only comes through the grace that is in Christ. In Philemon 1.8, Paul is relying on this strength to confront Philemon. He says, Accordingly, though I am bold enough in Christ to command you to do what is required, then he goes on to say that he shouldn't have to command him and wants instead to just rely on Philemon doing the right thing but the power of god gives us the boldness we need to live for christ philippians 4:19 says and my god will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in christ jesus this strength is not merely physiological strength it's emotional mental and spiritual as well but it's also physical meaning that the god who owns the cattle on a thousand hills is able to provide all of our worldly needs according to his plan and purpose you have everything you need nothing you don't and the power to glorify God with it. Philippians 4:7 reads, "And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus." This power is not merely available to help us accomplish things. The same power protects us from us. As we submit to God's truth, even when we're being tempted with anxiety, we can rejoice in the Lord, love the people in our lives, thankfully take everything to God in prayer, and think correctly because the peace of God guards our hearts in Christ. And I don't know about you, but this is so encouraging. Philippians 2.1 says, So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort in love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy— The strength that is ours in Christ is infinitely encouraging. And again, we're seeing that all of these realities of being in Christ work together. The faith and peace and strength and our fourth reality require each other in order to work. The Philippians 2 passage goes on to say, So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord— and of one mind. The encouragement is that our faith produces peace with each other and in our homes. And how does this happen? From where does it come? Second Corinthians one twenty one reads, And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us. This strength is God's. It's not the pittance he shares with under beings, it's God's ultimate universe creating power establishing us. Are you not encouraged? And it's this faith and peace and strength that allows us to realize the fourth reality of being in Christ. Number four, a parent in Christ obeys in Christ. Now, this is both obvious and yet very difficult. It's obvious because believing God is obeying God, living in peace with God, in ourselves and with others is obeying God. And embracing the lifestyle necessary to enjoy the strength of Christ is also obedience. And yet it's difficult because we're once again confronted by the reality that if I'm in Christ, I should be a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. My life should be different because Christ is in me and I'm in Him. Let's consider Hebrews 3, 12-19. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. The author is warning us to flee a disobedient life, and instead, verse 13 starts, But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. And then he gives his reasoning. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. As it is said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, as in the rebellion. For who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not those who left Egypt, led by Moses? And with whom was he provoked for forty years? Was it not those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that he would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief." Our being in Christ is to produce an obedient lifestyle that works out its faith in fear and trembling. If you are going to parent in Christ, your parenting, and really your whole lifestyle, should have faith and peace and strength and obedience to God as its foundation. Does this sound like your parenting? If it doesn't, let me share with you three possibilities. Number one, it could be, as we discussed last time, that you don't have a relationship with God. It's possible that you aren't in Christ. That's why your life isn't founded on those four things. Number two, it's also possible that you are what we call a baby Christian. Now, that's not supposed to be a derogatory title, and has nothing to do with your age. It refers to your level of spiritual maturity. Some people are less mature than others because they've been followers of Christ for a shorter period of time. Some people are less mature because they've been growing very slowly. And you may be lacking in faith, peace, strength, and obedience because number three, it's possible you're experiencing a period of hard-heartedness. In our Four Children series, we discuss that even born-again believers can have hard-hearted responses to life. It's not characteristic in their lives overall, but it can define a season of self-worship that exhibits itself in sinful choices. I would strongly recommend you dig deep, ask your frontors, and be honest with the scriptures in relationship to your own heart and why it is you seem to not have your parenting founded on these four truths. Because these four characteristics are what it means to be in Christ. Now, in the next two episodes, we're going to discuss what parenting in Christ looks like. So please share this episode with your friends and invite them into this parenting journey with us. And don't forget to check out our mission and goals by clicking the five ways to support TLP link. And also, check us out on social media. We do our best to carefully curate articles and quotes that will strengthen your parenting and strengthen you in Christ. Because God wants you to be in Him. He wants you to exercise your faith, to be at peace, to have the strength necessary to obey, and to glorify Him in your parenting. So, to that end, I'll see you next time.